talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. It's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian. I, lo- I love the cold open of the Chair Creek. It's, <laughs> it's authentic. It's organic. And that's what we bring you here. It's it's very independent, you know. People say they have independent pods, but that was very independent of us. <laughs> Welcome to the LA Clips Forum. My name is Brian Andrew. I'm here with Jesse Sandoval, creaky the creaky seat guy. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. Uh, I've noticed sometimes I do it on the pod. Like sometimes where you know, like some, you're like you're just, you're just like 30 minutes into a pod, and you're just like you know I gotta sit back. I just, I just need to chill. I'm gonna let Jesse cook real quick. I'm gonna sit back, and all of a sudden the chair just goes. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, usually I I do the podcast like leaning in, leaning over, like you know, halfway through my back it's a little sore. Uh, I just have terrible posture. Uh, how you doing, Jesse? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh, just been enjoying uh this clipper team right now man it's been fun to watch it has been fun to watch except for like that i would call mismanagement of the laker game i would say every game since december that's had Kawhi in it has been a good and solid fun game to watch uh yeah there's those four games Kawhi didn't play in and they, they weren't the prettiest but we won two of them uh, speaking of Mr. Leonard, the claw, Kawhi, board man, I don't know what other nicknames he has. Maybe I should go on basketball reference right now. Uh, the Terminator, I think that's another one. KL2, you know, uh, if I saw him in public, sir, sir would be in one. <laughs> uh, he got extended for three years. $150 million, or I don't know, actually, I should look that up. Let's just pick up some numbers. Uh, he took it for a McDonald's coupon. Uh, I, I know it's at least 150 but I was like, wait, is there an, is there an additional couple mil in there? And uh, it was $153 million, right? I didn't, I didn't want to shortchange him, all right? <laughs> One hundred and fifty-three million dollars. God, God forbid, you're his, uh, his, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? his financial advisor? Yeah, imagine <laughs> I'm his agent. Like, so, <laughs> like the the Clippers are like, we're gonna offer him one hundred fifty-three, and I'm like, oh, one hundred fifty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just don't do that, please. So what's uh? I don't know if I want to start. Should I give like all the info first, and then we give our our broad takes on the on it, or do you want to do broad takes, fill, and then we'll get some information throughout the conversation? How are you feeling, Jesse? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, I was a little concerned about what what the Clippers look like after this season, and I'm kind of at ease now that we at least have one of the three stars returning mm-hmm. next season for possibly opening the new arena, right? So 
if everything goes as well, right? I, I think they said everything's on track for the new arena, right? Yeah, the, the new been. the new arena is coming next week. They were already selling tickets. Uh, today I got uh Chuck or I didn't get Chuck marked, but I applied to get Chuck marked. Uh, it's it's you have to answer like five questions, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, we'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have to get season tickets to be officially Chuck marked or not. I don't know. I don't plan to get season tickets. I don't. I can't afford that. <laughs> but it's uh, they have season tickets available. They have seats. You could you could buy tickets now officially for the new arena. Not single game tickets, but you could buy tickets. Hmm. That's actually pretty interesting. I honestly I kinda have not been following Twitter uh mm-hmm. or like IG. I did see something today about like the about that. So I'm kinda out of the loop on that. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm ashamed to say that. No, no, you're good. You're good. It literally was something that came up today. Uh, all of a sudden, there's this guy in Clipper gear, you know, looking really excited. And the Clippers like, "Do you want to be Chuck marked?" And I'm like, "All right, well, you know, if it's Chuck the Condor, I gotta at least follow through on what they're asking here, you know." <laughs> so, so I was like, "All right, I'll look into it." And there was none of this, like, you know, put a deposit down kind of thing. So I was like, "All right, I'll follow through." So far. And then I, um, I, I'm going through the questions, and it's like if you answer three out of five of these, you could probably be Chuck Mark. I don't know if it's official. I don't know if like what the rating says. I don't know if this is like the SATs or something. Like they're gonna take the highest score or whatever. But you know, I answer the questions. It makes sense. And then all I, um, I get to the last question, and it says like, uh. Uh, take a pic or not take a picture, but like uh, send us a picture of you in your Clipper gear. And I, I, I realize I don't take pictures of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find a picture from like literally like probably at this point eight years ago. Maybe mm-hmm. no, not eight years. It's now got to be almost ten. When did the Clippers change their logos? Like when did they change their logo? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was I think it was the season after he was it also after we re-signed Blake Griffin? Yeah, but I believe we still had you know what? Did we we had Chris Paul and DeAndre? Yeah, so we I, had well, my my timeline my timeline is yeah. <laughs> my time like, imagine imagine someone asked us this you know have you seen that thing going around that went viral that like a clipper fan was asked a bunch of questions and he got them wrong it's like okay dude who cares <laughs> yeah you know what let's uh, i kind of want to say yeah it's go okay for, it. for you not to have the immense amount of knowledge about the clippers you know you can still be a fan and not be a well like aware of the history this shouldn't no one should be attacking anyone like that dude. no this is that's that to me is i i don't want to be so negative but to me that's just such a very immature view Um, you're absolutely right and and we should be like a fan base that welcomes new people that want to join this team that that are excited to see this team you know i get some bad i get some fans are like quote unquote it could be bandwagons and can be very toxic but I think there's people that are genuinely just like over time, like you know, who who knows? They this might be their favorite team, even after 
this era of basketball for Kawhi and Harden and PG. So, yeah. And I, the, the, you know, our fan base is smaller than the Lakers in a town that's real large and Southern California that's large. I wouldn't be clowning other fans. If that makes sense, like you, yeah, you could clown them. Okay, let me take that back because I'll, I'll, I'll be a hypocrite if I say you could clown other fans. I just want to clown other fans on their loyalty. If that makes sense, there we go. Mm. Yeah, you can. Some some fans are weird, <laughs> but I would, I, but I want to clown anybody on their loyalty. You know, if you're a third rooting for the team, I appreciate the rooting for the team. Those are the same people that are trying to make this. Uh, a successful franchise. Yeah, and, and, th- and th- those are the same people that have to be just as depressed as you are at the end of the season. You know, it's it's it is what it is. And, and wasn't he at the game? So like, uh, at, he's he's spending money. <laughs> so yeah, unless on, someone, on unless community. unless someone's hooking him up, but still, if some, you know what? If you even if you live in downtown, the it's still a voyage to get to the Crypto.com arena. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's not easy to get to every game it's not easy to find parking it's not all you know what i mean so it's like yeah dude like it, yeah yeah okay yeah dude like it's i have a lot of family members that are, that are clipper fans but they're not diehard clipper fans and there's there's nothing wrong with that dude like if you if <laughs> if for you it's just like a very lax thing where you just like a game's on you just turn it on and it's just like, oh yeah, okay, cool, I'll watch it. And but you're still a fan and you're still rooting for the team. Mm-hmm. Man, there shouldn't be any gripe with that. So Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure if someone tested me on the spot, I'm sure there's some obscure clippers that I'll be like, Yeah, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> like yeah, I, yeah. I I might have seen the face, but I couldn't tell you on the spot. I could barely remember people who were on the team last year. You know, like sometimes I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know. Is that Marcus Morris? It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, a picture yeah. of Nick Batum. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my, my knowledge only goes as far as Lob City. And I have no shame in that. Like, dude, I've followed Clippers since then. Uh, I've watched every move for the Clippers just because I don't know who was on the team in 1990. Doesn't necessarily mean I don't care for this team and so it's just it's yeah we're repeating ourselves now but you shouldn't be judging anyone else there you go so Kawhi resigned (laughs) or he 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 signed an extension yeah uh it's 153 million dollars is across three years I believe the payout's going to be roughly $52 million, $50 million, and $50 million. Mm-hmm. And to give some kind of... This is just depending on the contracts that are currently in the NBA right now. But starting next season, Kawhi would be the second highest paid player in the NBA. All right. He stays healthy this year. Clippers look good. Totally worth it. In 2025 to 26 season, he'll be the 13th ranked highest paid player in the league. And this is just based on current contracts that are constructed. Mm -hmm. Players that would be above him in 25-26, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, uh, Giannis, Anthony Davis, 
Damian Lillard, all those kind of and Steph Curry. The, all those players would be above Kawhi. Mm. In 26-27, right now he's currently ranked 10th, but that's because a lot of these players are not don't have contracts quite yet. But I will say this, in 26-27, there'll be one, two, three, four, five, six players making $60 million plus. And Kawhi will be making $50 million. So in the market, and keep in mind, Kawhi would only be making two million, like $1 million more than Trey Young. One, uh, yeah, it's like one and a half million. So one and a half more than Trey Young, one and a half more than Zach. Those are player options. So they're, and one and a half more than Luca. Those are all player options. So they're probably going to make, you know, more money that year than Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll probably be getting paid in the sixties. <clears throat> so. I actually think it's a huge pay cut. It's actually, you know, he could have went out there, demanded more money. He could have signed the four-year, $250 million and had it, uh, you know, aggregated in a way where he can make $60 million at the tail end of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a bad deal at all. Now, if he can't stay healthy, then I think that might just be uh, kind of more of a not necessarily the definition of where the market's at, but more of like, was it the right move by the Clippers to keep this tandem together? Right. That will always be, especially if they don't win a championship or we don't move on, that will always be the age old question. (laughs) That's the one that, you know, how Laker fans uh, take out the 17 rings. We'll be taken out like, Hey, should we've kept Kawhi and PG that long? You know, that will be the thing that we take out. Um, what are your thoughts before I throw some quotes that some people have said? <laughs> um, I think based on our situation that we have and our draft capital, it's almost like we had no choice. Uh, okay. This was probably our best option uh, going forward. Um, if it works out, it's a gamble. It's a gamble regardless, you know, like I know, I know Kawhi has a track track, uh, you know, track, history with injuries and stuff like that but sometimes it's just unpredictable it's a gamble signing to it signing any athlete to a, to a contract extension is a gamble right they you can tear an acl <laughs> it's well, like it's it's possible for anyone so it's it is what it is he's playing really well uh he's been pretty he's been available for us uh for most of the most of the season so far i feel like it's in the right place i'm a little surprised that out of everyone that resigned uh, well, I say everyone like Harden's available to resign, um, which he's not. I was surprised that it was Kawhi that signed first. You thought it was gonna be PG? I thought it was gonna be PG. That makes sense. I, I I do feel like, and I'm gonna. This is speculation. This is this is not any information I'm given. I I think PG would have wanted to sign for more, but now that he saw what Kawhi signed for, I think it's now putting the market into like. If you want more money, PG, you're going to have to go somewhere else. If you want to stay here, you're going to have to sign for roughly around what Kawhi did. PG's a couple years older. He, It's not like he's always healthy himself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, like, Kawhi kind of just, like, established, like, this is what it's going to take for us to be successful moving forward. PG, are you on board? I think it's now putting the ball in his court. 
mm-hmm. you know um whereas like if like you said if pg signed first he might have taken the four-year extension <laughs> you know the four to five-year extension 60 million dollar contract at some point with it aggregated making less maybe toward the end or something you know what i mean so mm-hmm. some somebody's probably listening like no actually you can't do that the math works this way and i'm just i'm just saying like where the nba market is like the type of players that Kawhi and pg are those players are making 60 million dollars in two years you know what i mean so it's just a matter of like how you divide the money i guess um Certainly, it would have been high fifties, you know. And he could still maybe make that. He might just decide, like, hey, you know, I'm going to make this much money, you know. Um, to your point that he could get injured. I'm sorry. Uh, Lawrence Frank had a quote saying, which you know, I think the Clipper Nation really enjoyed it. Anybody could get injured, but not everyone could be a top top five player. Dang, that's I didn't know he said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That was- and you know what? Like, it was pretty hard. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Mic dropped. Holy shit, dude. Uh, it's because of life. Sorry. <laughs> um, why? Going back to the like the PG thing too. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he says on the lines of like he thinks this puts in motion for Harden and George to resign as well. Harden cannot do it till the off season, obviously, but I think it's you know Harden would be the older. The, the eldest of the three mm-hmm. and but quiet quiet is technically the youngest like and to he also quoted um it's you know taking the three-year deal instead of the four-year deal he says it, it just it, it just is what it is i think at that point i'm going to be 35 i gotta see how i'm playing at that age so yeah i guess that's the number so you know Kawhi's keeping it real too if he's still balling at 35, I'm sure he'll sign a decent contract. And if he's not, maybe he'll retire. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I really have no idea what's going on in Kawhi's brain, what's going on in his camp. But, um, yeah, like, it's and it's funny because this is the second time in a row where I feel like Kawhi has taken a contract that we thought he was going to want more, demand more. And he's taking, I'm not going to say a team-friendly contract, but uh, I don't know what I'm looking for right now, but like a, a fan service contract, if that makes sense. You know, because I think we're all worried that like we're going to sign Kawhi and Paul George for 10 more years at some point, you know, and there's going to be crippled old men on our team. But like a three-year contract, I think, is easier for us as fans to digest. You know, it's like, all right, if we still have a few more years of Kawhi being Kawhi, which, you know, could sometimes be amazing and sometimes be extremely frustrating. Like, I'm not going to lie, like me and you were both on this pod at the end of last season saying we need to move on from everybody. You know, like we can't just keep getting hurt. And so far things have been good, but I wouldn't be surprised if we had the same tune in April. Mm-hmm. I don't think his extension has a no trade clause. I, I haven't read that anywhere, but maybe that could be the case. But there is a 15% trade kicker, you know, so like it just means that it might not mean three more years of Kawhi. It might mean one to two years of Kawhi plus a trade, you know, like we don't know exactly what is in the works, but it's easier to digest. It's actually, in my opinion, Kawhi for $50 million when the market's going to be around $60 million in two years 
fifty million dollars, three year contract, pretty digestible, regardless of what necessarily happens with the Clippers. Uh, and to add some more fan service aspect to it, um, before Lob City, people used to come to the Clippers and like get drafted by the Clippers or sign with the Clippers basically as a trial run <laughs> to prove that they're worth more money and then go somewhere else. You know, even Alan Brand, who we thought he was going to team up with Baron Davis, was like, nah, I'm, right, I'm going to go to Philadelphia. You know, so. It's pretty cool to find players that want to be here, but as fans, we still want them to follow through on what the expectations were. And this just adds, I guess, more time to that. I guess it's now not a window, a one-year window, but it might be a one-year window because if we don't get Harden back, then I don't know what we're going to do after that. But I, I've been rambling on. I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you hit every point, honestly. Um, I'm not too concerned about the future. I'm, it's it's. There's so many things that can go wrong and so many things that can go right. It's just there's no point. Right now, we have Kawhi. We have a sense of direction. We just need PG to fall in order uh, uh, or follow suit, I should say. And uh, by all accounts, I feel like he will. Um, I feel like I feel like he really does like this organization. He does love the fan base, and he does love being at home. And so, I I'm not too concerned about James Harden. If James Harden walks, it's it's fine. It was a gamble, and you know what? So far, it's playing. It's it's going well. So we'll see what happens later on in the season. I might be singing a different tune, but as of right now. It is what it is, and if James Harden signs, awesome. That's that's it's amazing. It, we're, we're seeing what this team can do with an actual facilitator at, at point. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, after that, I'm just gonna go on a ramble because. Oh no, you're good. Rambling is, yeah. what, is you know, if you're not gonna ramble, then I'm gonna ramble. Uh, <laughs> you know, and like as Clipper fans, we like to look into the future. We like to look into the past a lot. But if we're living in the moment, right now in the moment, things are good. You know, like we could always like, you know, protect ourselves with like, you know, well, you know, James Harden might be too old next year. You know, you never know. We re-sign James Harden and all of a sudden he's just randomly too old, you know, or maybe James Harden, just the way he plays, he could play for five more years. We don't know these things, right? But in the moment in January 2024, we're probably and i know this is hyperbolic but we're the probably the best team in the nba <laughs> like it's either us or the celtics right now okay c looks good but uh i think there was a um, someone put something up today saying something on the lines of like since november 17th the clippers had the best record in the nba and that's pretty impressive being that we like literally i feel like lost every game up until that point um so in the moment, things are good. The only hiccup was that Laker game. It just felt like the team wasn't awake. They weren't motivated. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they were caught off guard. The, the The Lakers did feel like they were in a do or die state, and the and the Clippers felt like they were just, I don't know, going through the motions. I know that's a very cliche thing to say. And the mismanagement of the fourth quarter. I don't know. I don't know if you want to speak on it before I do. 
Um, you know what, man? It's a little frustrating to see Kawhi get pulled out. Um, Got flashbacks? <laughs> yeah, I did have flashbacks, and I think you heard a lot of my disgruntled. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're right. And you're you're very right about it. It's it, just... it, for for me to defend Kawhi and the Clippers so far this season to kind of pull that, I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, it's it's just another like lack of transparency with us, like with with the fan with the fan base and. I know I just said like a couple seconds ago, you know, signing Kawhi was great and all, but like this, this is irritating. And luckily so far to, to your argument last podcast was, you know, he's been available for majority of the season and that's why I can't be too upset uh, with that, with that little hiccup there, but uh, it was frustrating. I will say that. So, it's funny because Brian Seaman on the on the broadcast basically was like, well, you know, he was taken out. Uh, they were told he was taken out for minutes restriction, which if I if I try to, you know, dig deeper, you know, the deep state of the Clippers, uh, it's it, the only thing I think of is he's not necessarily he was not necessarily on a minutes restriction in general, but he was on a minutes restriction because it was a back to back. And so they're like, hey, we just have Kawhi coming off of his injury or whatever, back-to-back, let's have him only play 35 minutes a night or something like that, right? Instead of him going 40-40. You know, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, outside of that, it's like this minutes restriction thing just came out of nowhere. He was playing more minutes than that leading up to it. So it was just something that was absolutely brand new. And then basically at that point it was like okay we're told it's misrestriction or whatever and then he goes back in the game <laughs> and it's like okay well, i guess he's back in the game and if there really was a minutes restriction then that's just poor time management from ty then don't have him start the fourth quarter don't have him play through all the way i'd rather have him come in at the nine to ten minute mark and play the rest of the game then have him start the fourth quarter. I understand that the Lakers are getting momentum, but so? And if that's the case, then you have Kawhi play till the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter, take him out then, and then put him back in the game with four minutes to go. Like, just the mismanagement of everything just seemed, you know, I'm not going to say odd, because, you know, it probably isn't hard to find Ty mismanaging a game. (laughs) You know, he, he experiments, he does it, more he's done it more than once this year where he's mismanaged some things but like that was one of the like most knucklehead baffling mismanagements i've seen so yeah, yeah that, that that that's that's my rant on it <laughs> you're you're pretty calm you're part you're pretty timid but you know what it's it's like i can't be too upset because of the fact that we've won most outside of that, we won the games that from our last podcast, right? So, mm-hmm. I think we 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 beat the Suns, we beat the Raptors. The, uh, the Suns game was impressive. To come off of the Laker game the night before, to go and then play against their big three and not only win but blow them out. Yeah, that was impressive. And then for Kawhi to come out the day he signed the extension and go out there and be a very uh, fast, young Raptors team. Like, yeah, they didn't have Siakam, but 
there wasn't a it's not like you were like oh we should absolutely destroy this team it's one of those things and like scotty barnes has had been a career season. yeah, yeah <laughs> he's absolutely. playing amazing absolutely and i'm going to throw this out there for people who think like every like certain game should be gimmies i think with this clippers team you should feel that way but you do need to play every game and to my point is like when we had reggie jackson and marcus morris playing that season we beat some teams that should have beat us you know what i mean i'm sure sure their fan bases were walking away from, from some of those games like how did we lose to that team and i'm sure that's going to happen to us again at some point this season you know it's just it's just the way the nba works but it's funny because the, the clippers have some tough games coming up some tough games and this is the first time in probably about three seasons as a Clipper fan where I was like, you know, I think we should beat these games. <laughs> I mean, we should beat these <laughs> I, I think we should win. Like, you know, I think, like, the expectation is as long as Harden, George, and Kawhi are playing, the expectation is they should win. And I'm not trying to be a super homer about it. It's just it, that's just how I feel. I don't. Uh, I don't get like oddly nervous. Like I might get a little nervous before the next Lakers game because I'll be like, I don't know why we don't show up for them. <laughs> but mm. outside of that, they look pretty good. You know what? We can go. We can lose to Lakers every game this season. But if we get the championship, I can give two. I can give. Two, <laughs> I can give two shits about it, right? So <laughs> no, no, you're you're right, dude. Like. Yeah. And and I I threw this out there talking to some of our Clipper friends. I was like, imagine if the Lakers just forever suck again, and we're the last team to win a championship in the crypto. Like they could have seventeen, but imagine we're the last ones to do that. Imagine they build a James Harden statue right there. Yeah, they'd, they'd, they'd have to. Dude. I'll build a steam. I'll build it myself. I'm gonna show up with my little Home Depot orange belt with some tools, and I'm just <laughs> it looks nothing like him. You're uh, just measuring things, you know. <laughs> so, so right now the Clippers are the four seed. They're two games behind the first place team, which is now tied between Minnesota and OKC. We're one game behind Denver for the third seed, and the Clippers will be playing. Minnesota and the Thunder this at the end of this week and the beginning of next week. So we have an opportunity to be in first place by the time we play the Nets next week. Now, every time the Clippers have an opportunity to be like the best team in the NBA, we usually like now we're good with the four seed. But but it's possible. And then we play the Lakers again on January twenty third. And hopefully the Clippers show up wanting to play. But yeah, yeah, that's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be fun. So, so there's this guy. Uh huh. Doing pretty damn good in the G League right now. His name is Jordan Miller, from the University of Miami, averaging almost like twenty eight points a game. Now we have two players who play a similar position as him on this team. Terrence Mann, Amir Coffey, you know, like the two to three guard player per se. Do you feel 
at some point we should be giving Jordan Miller real NBA minutes, or do you feel like that would stunt his growth and just let him keep dominating in the G League? Where do you where where do you stand on that, Vince? Mm, you know what? <laughs> I was pretty surprised when I saw like the basically how much he's been like averaging in the in the G League, and I I feel like. I don't know. I just like to me when it comes to gambling with G League talent and in the regular NBA game, like NBA season, going into the NBA, uh, I'm not really too concerned about like people kind of losing their self confidence. I, I think that's. I feel like with the NBA compared to like the NFL, there's a lot more opportunities for you to kind of grow because you can always go back into the G League and you know, ultimately be a gamble for another team that's willing to look at you and give you an opportunity to play some solid minutes like Detroit Pistons, right? For example, mm-hmm. um, I'm not really too concerned. So I, I would like to see Jordan Miller definitely get some minutes, um, get called up to the NBA league and hopefully see what he can do for us. He's currently on a two way, so he can only play, I think, 50 games? I'm not sure. So at least half the season, I believe he could play. Um, I'm intrigued on what they do because the Clippers at the trade deadline, I don't, like Lawrence Frank made it clear that I think he's like, the big trade we made was the James Harden trade, basically, right? Obviously, they're going to probably shop around. I think PJ Tucker wants out. You know, so I think if the Clippers get anything offered to them, uh, they'll take it. <laughs> just like, hey, just take PJ. And I <laughs> and I do think like if for whatever reason we move PJ, PJ, we eventually get another roster spot. Maybe we move on from like I would prefer if we kept both Daniel Tice and Mason Plumley. You never know when you're going to need an emergency center, and since they both play similar you know i think uh we could get into the ins and outs but you know they're both they both know how to pass out of the block stuff like that like i'm i'm not going to get into the ins and outs of like who does what better but Mm. the i don't know like i'm i'm intrigued if maybe there'll be a spot open up at the end of this roster and like he's on a two-way so he could just be there if he wants but in terms of actual rotation minutes instead of just garbage time, I'm intrigued. And keep in mind, like we had Brandon Boston too. Like there's a lot of players above Jordan Miller right now. But if I'm looking at what Jordan Miller's doing, like I want I would like to see if that could translate. Like obviously I don't want players to get hurt to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but like on a back to back, why not put Jordan Miller and get him like a five minute stint in the second quarter and see what happens? Like, and I guess the worst case scenario is he's actually really good. And then you have to figure out what to do with the minutes with the other players you have. Right. Like, but best case scenario, it's like, all right, then go back to Ontario and play ball, you know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for him, but well, given the roster, I feel like there could be some places where he can fit in and just uh, give an opportunity to show what he has. But I think it's like, like you said, I think it's gives us 
if it works out, it, it gives us a lot of opportunities to do either, you know, possibly trade in, a trade bait. Maybe. Yeah. Him or somebody else. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I uh, Right now, on January 11th, do you think PJ Tucker is on this team after the deadline? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, given that he said that he's not happy with his role, I, I he better not. <laughs> I saw I saw them laughing recently when Russ I think when Russ was like talking crap to the Suns players. I think it was Nurkic and was it Nurkic? I think it was Nurkic and Durant. Mm-hmm. Um I saw PJ laughing. You know? Um uh yeah, he doesn't seem happy. Apparently there's a market for him. I don't believe it. He still has a year after this contract. It's not like he's on an expiring or anything. Um Yeah, that doesn't I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot harder than it, what it seems like, but I think if the Clippers can, they would. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I think, like, honestly, if anybody offers them anything, I think they might just be, like, yeah, sure, take it. Dude, even if it's Chipotle, chips, and guac, dude, just take it. Yeah. Even if the, even if they're like, hey, you're going to have to pay extra for that guac, but we'll take PJ Tucker. It's like, All right, you know, it's fine. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> the chips are stale. Like I, I don't know. Like I don't know how many times I could go to a Clipper game this year to watch PJ on PJ on the bench being all moody and stuff like that, and have the icy machine down. It's just really frustrating. Like it's just like, dude. Like I just don't want him to be the sour, the you know the sour stain on what possibly could be a good, good. The thing is that. For the most part, like the PJ Tucker stuff has been relatively quiet for a little bit, maybe over a month now. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want it to get closer to the deadline or after the deadline, and it becomes like a sour stain on like what the season has become. Like I'd rather just like move on and like if he like just keep players that want to be here. Now, if he's like, you know, James Harden's buddy, and that's fine with PJ, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of odd because I, I would think that if you're just like, if you're there for the ride, you wouldn't have, you know, complained about something like that. So it's just kind of strange to me. But uh, honestly, like, if you if you want a bigger role, don't suck, right? So <laughs> 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 wise words from Brian. Henry. On that note, <laughs> you can find our pod wherever you find your pod. Uh, you can find it on Apple, Spotify, <laughs> Google, whatever. Um, if you want to f- uh, find us on X, it's at LA Eclipse Forum. Uh, we posted uh, some fun stuff today. And um, I don't know if you saw it, Jesse. I did see it. Oh, okay. Uh, so I was kind of confused why you asked for a picture of me. I was like, well, yeah. I was kind of busy. I, 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 I just stole I just stole it. I honestly... You you can sue me if you want to. <laughs> like, I, I just stole a picture of you and then just basically use your name, image, and likeness to make a comical tweet. I, I was kind of confused on where you got that picture from. I was like, Whoa. I just stole it from your Instagram. Most of your pictures on Instagram are you just like making a silly face or you like it's really like you're you're like you're trying your best. So like maybe in the future Brian can't take your photo and make it in Photoshop onto the Koi. But like I found one. And then <laughs> and even then I had to zoom in, crop it, and it was super pixelated, but it's fine. <laughs> I, I got the job done. 
Dude, I'm like looking for that picture right now. <laughs> I'm like trying to. Yeah. Um, you did a good job, buddy. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. You know what? You guys could be doing anything with your time. Anything. But you're spending it with us, and we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I'm Brian. That's Jesse. And uh, Jesse, who was the highest scoring Clipper? <laughs> I, <knew. laughs> like that. I read your mind. Uh, who was the highest scoring Clipper? Uh, uh, hold on. Who's who's the highest scoring Clipper in uh, 2004? 2004 highest scoring clipper. I, I would have to go with either, I don't know, Blake Griffin. <laughs> I think Blake Griffin was in like elementary school. Dude, I, dude, I don't know these years. Like, honestly, like they all meant dude, to someone, someone's gonna call Wait, you a fake. Someone's gonna call you a fake clipper fan, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, like, I came in. I I sent I sent I said this earlier in the LA Clips forum when we we're talking about where our fan fandom came from, and I joined in the middle of Lob City. And like I said, in that old episode that I stopped following basketball. I was a, I was, when I was a kid, I was a huge Laker fan and I stopped following basketball and my sister started playing basketball and she was, she was my youngest sister. And I kind of, I left um, for a trip and I was away for like six months. And then I came back and, you know, kind of disconnected a little bit. So (laughs) I told her like, you know, let's, let's, Let's uh let's follow a team together, and she chose the Clippers, and we've been on that ride for a while now. So, if someone asked me this, uh huh, and just caught me off guard, you know, like you know how like those videos were like, hey, what oh, are yeah. listen- <laughs> what, what you listening to? And I'm like, oh, I'm listening to uh, the shrieks of a bunch of raccoons or something, you know. Uh, I would have got this wrong. In the 20, okay, so I used the 23, 20, uh, not the 20, the 2003, 2004 season. Yeah. I, I, uh, Corey Maggette outscored Elton Brand. I would have said Elton Brand by a seventh of a point. You want, you know what? I'm kind of curious now. Let me, let me pull this up. Go it's Corey Maggette at 20.7. If you, if you get this wrong, you're a fake fan. Hope you know that. I am. I, I would have got it wrong. Oh, so you're going to ask me a random question? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Uh, 2000. Did you say 2004? So I said 2004. So I looked up the 20. Oh, see, that's where, that's where I messed up. I thought you said 2014. Oh, okay. I'm just messing around. I, I'm an idiot. Uh, highest scoring clipper. It gives me like an Amazon, like highest scoring <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it gives you like the the clipper ship most deliveries in like the 1600s. Okay, let me see the stats here. It um, was Corey Maggette with 20.7. I would have said Elton Brand. Mm, yeah. I'm a fake clipper fan, dude. Did, wait, wait. Did you say Elton Brand or I, Corey Maggette? I would have said Elton Brand, Okay, but Corey Maggette outscored him. Yeah, twenty two point twenty two point two, just by two point two. Wow, dude, you're a fake fan, bro. Don't even I'm show a... your face to the at crypto anymore. You might get jumped. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I'm gonna have to like just throw all my Clipper jerseys in the trash. Be sad. 
and then put on my fake Austin Reeves jersey and start going to <laughs> very very dim games at the at the at the crypto <laughs> to watch the Lakers. Uh, you know what, guys? At LA Clips Forum, we don't care about your history knowledge of the Clippers. We just want you to enjoy the Clippers as much as we do. Chris Kamen was drafted that year. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> All right. Brian's just making up names, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was the year we had Glenn Rice. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I have a picture of me looking absolutely fat as shit, dude. Like, absolutely <laughs> fat. Like, Stephen A. Smith would have been like, hey, you fat bastard, you piece of shit. Like, to me, if with Melvin Eli, Melvin Eli was playing in the G League. I think they were playing, he was playing for the Texas Dallas team or whatever. And I went to uh, a game and uh, I saw him there and I was like, hey, Melvin. And then he looked at me like, well, who the hell? And like, only only some obscure Clipper fan will recognize it's Melvin Eli. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, hey, can I get a picture? And I look so fat in that picture. <laughs> and he looks so disinterested. <laughs> like, like, like if I was Melvin Eli being recognized at a G, like, keep in mind, like when you're, when you've had an NBA career and you're now finishing up in the G League, you're probably like, man, like I love the sport, but it's not the same, right? And then some fat dude comes out of nowhere and goes, "Hey, Melvin Eli," <laughs> you'd probably have a little bit more like, "Hey, this is cool." Now he 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 didn't give a shit, <laughs> and I was so fat like like i had so many chins and i'm just like hey you know, like putting I, I think i put up a peace sign like an idiot <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> that's my that's my melvin eli story the only one i know that i've seen is with you and steve Ballmer, and that one makes me crack up all the time i have one with steve technically i have one with doc um who else i think i have one with katina mobley Dang. Uh, I only have one awkward conversation with Amir Coffee. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot better than what I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, fun fact I used to play in this basketball league, and it was a church league. And uh, you might not recognize him, but there's a former Clipper named Sean Rooks, and he refed my game. But I was too shy to be like, hey, that's Sean Rooks. <laughs> I decided <laughs> he 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 called a he called me on a charge when I ran through a player, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like that's Sean Rooks, and then like a couple years later he he passed away I think, and I was like oh man I should have said something like but yeah that sucks mm-hmm. oh well at least he had that memory so yeah well, it was in, it's crazy like how like I'm not gonna say how small the world is but how like interesting it could be if you just like take a moment and see it yeah California I mean yeah the world is pretty small but California- yeah it, it would be nuts if I lived in Nebraska and that happened <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah those kind of things could happen in California <laughs> yeah, yeah California is a very interesting place um yeah no definitely <laughs> alright there you go um We already did our signature sign out, so I'm just going to say bye, everyone. Later.